Over 250 years ago, our founding fathers set forth on this continent to create a new nation conceived in liberty and the dedication that all men and women are created equal. And as we move forward into the future, we find that people that we put in charge are attempting to take those freedoms away. This is Don't Tread on America. All right, guys, how's it going today? Welcome to the show. It is September 13th, 2021, and I'm your host, Don Q. How's it going out there, everybody? Um, it is Monday, rare Monday show. I'm looking to do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, so buckle up. Um, <clears throat> before we get into the show, I just wanted to uh, give you all a reminder about our social media profiles and uh and where, where obviously you can hear us, um, uh, don't forget to check us out on Facebook at uh, facebook.com uh, backslash don't tread on America and on Instagram.com backslash don't tread on America. And don't forget on Twitter also, twitter.com backslash DTOM underscore 1775. Uh, and also, don't forget, we are on YouTube for, for now, anyway. I still haven't figured out Rumble. But uh, we'll get there sooner or later. Um, so don't forget to check us out on uh, YouTube. And you can see my pretty face in the Detom Studios. And uh, <laughs> uh, also don't forget about our sponsors. That's smoothmyballs.com backslash Detom for 20% off. And uh, also Makersmark, makersmark.com. Check them out. Um well, when you go to our uh, social media profiles, and uh, and more importantly, I believe, when you look us up on YouTube and you watch, uh, subscribe, um, give me a, a thumbing and a liking. Uh, subscribe because I'm also probably going to start putting other videos, not just this pretty face, but other stuff that uh, I come across, I'll, I'll start putting them on the channel. Um and then when, whatever pro, uh, platform you're listening to us on, uh, as far as the podcast is concerned, you know, whether it be Apple, Google, Podbeam, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, whatever it is, Stitcher, make sure you um, subscribe to the channel. And uh, once again, give us a subscribe and like. And on those, I, I'm pretty much, a, pretty sure any of those apps, you can leave us messages, uh, comments, ratings uh preferably a five star um but uh the more interaction i can get from you guys the more ideas i can have of which way we which you know direction we want to take the show in so with that being said uh let's go on with the show i wanted to play a little clip uh of something that took place about eight months ago I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute. That I will faithfully execute. The office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. Will, to the best of my ability. Preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend. The Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. You. So just a couple of takeaways from that. Uh, that was uh, Dipshit McGee being uh, sworn in as our 
what, 46th president, a day that will live in inf- infamy. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what does he say? Uh, protect and defend the, um, the Constitution of the United States, right? And um, to the best of my ability, that, that to me is a very key key phrase to the best of my abilities uh i think it's safe to say that eight months in his uh best abilities have uh has has faded right but he is as much as a lot of people you know we've called him on the show a puppet he's just out there reading lines um I really don't know what's going on with this guy. I don't know if he's trying to be a tyrant or or what, but this happened, I think this was Thursday. And we briefly touched on it a little bit. I, I didn't get too far into it because we had 9-11 coming up and and that's where the focus was. But let's go over let's go over this uh vaccine mandate that he wants to to do. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units. Leave- so the unvaccinated are filling up emergency rooms and doing all this stuff. I got a little got a little tidbit for you. Okay, so I was talking to one of the nurses at the doctors where I go, and this was after I'd gotten COVID. She had said, uh, you know, asked me and. She was covert in the way she was asking me because I know she is probably obligated as a nurse to spiel the the rhetoric, so to speak. And uh, so she kind of motioned, "Did you, you know, did you get the shot?" And I was like, "Hell no." She's like, "Good, you know, what did what did you do to get over it? How bad was?" It? I said, "Well, I wasn't really that bad, you know. I told her I took a." you know, some different uh, vitamins, you know, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, stuff, and she was giving me the thumbs up. Um, but, uh, you know, so we were talking about numbers, about these hospital numbers and, and whatnot. So little did I know, and probably most of us don't know, and, and you know, it could vary from hospital to hospital, but basically what happens is if you go to an emergency room, for whatever your reason is. And you go in there and say, I have A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay? Once they put the wristband on you, you're admitted into the hospital. That doesn't mean you have a bed upstairs and you're, you know, whatever. That that means you're admitted into the hospital. You might check out later that day. So if you go in there saying, I, I think I have COVID or I do have COVID or whatever the case may be, and if you get tested and you test positive, even though you might not stay in the hospital, you might just be there for, you know, a couple hours, you were admitted into the hospital. So a lot of these numbers that you're, oh, 400 admitted, 300 admitted, whatever the case is, that doesn't mean that there's that many people in the hospital with COVID. The, the key number there will be, uh, ICU or ventilators or whatever the case may be. And then I know around here they, they put all these numbers out. So they say, 
X amount admitted, X amount in ICU, X amount on ventilators. Well, if there's, I'm just going to throw something on So if there's 400 admitted, let's say, and there's 30 in ICU, and there's 10 on ventilators. Okay, well, that 10 that's on ventilators is in the ICU of the 30 of the 400 that have been admitted. So in the grand scheme of things, you have 30 people in the hospital with COVID. So in my opinion, it's all just a scare tactic to get people freaked out, panicking for, for the vaccines. And like I've said before on this show, I don't care who gets the vaccine. My personal opinion is that you need to go see your doctor, number one. Don't trust the random person at the, uh, at the Walgreens or the CVS or whatever that's, you know. Go see your doctor because everybody's body is different, okay? If the doctor, if you trust your doctor and you believe that he or she's telling you, yes, you should do this because of whatever reasons, then get the shot. Okay, Um, everybody by now should feel some way, one way or the other about getting the shot. Okay, whether I would I would assume that at this point in time, with as readily available as the vaccine is, the the vaccine is. You. If you've wanted to get the jab, you've gotten the jab, right? I mean, that's probably safe to say. So at any rate. Go see your doctor, talk to him or her, and they'll give you a plan. They'll let you know. Maybe they can do some blood work on you, maybe whatever. But this is where it gets concerning is right here. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. No, it actually is about freedom and personal choice. You... As a president, you can't just force people to be medicated, okay? It is my choice whether I want to be medicated or not. And like I said on a show, I, I don't know, I've been spitting these shows out pretty quick. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a vi- virologist. I'm, not, I'm just some dude with a microphone on a computer and giving you my opinion, okay? But... Like I said before, when I was a little kid and I got the the measles vaccine, I got the polio vaccine, I got the whatever in the hell vaccines you get when you're little, right? To not get measles and smallpox and polio and rubella and whatever else, right? Tuberculosis, I don't know. You do that because so you won't get said disease, right? I don't recall in my life, in my 48 years of life, having to go every year or every couple of months or whatever to get another measles booster or a rubella booster or a polio booster or whatever booster. This is not a vaccine in the sense of what a vaccine is. Now, recently, I think think it was August, I don't know the exact date, but back in August, the CDC changed the definition of what a vaccine is from what we traditionally know as a vaccine, you know, i.e. the measles or polio or whatever vaccines, right? You take it once and you're pretty much good, you know. Um, this is 
they've changed the definition to something that is more of a preventative. Uh, I can't think of the word, but it's more of a preventative uh, antigen to help you fight said disease. Okay, but that same thing could be said about taking your vitamins, taking um, you know like the zinc, taking vitamins, taking you know just taking care of yourself. So I guess going to the gym and taking vitamins is kind of like a vaccine. But anyway, let's see what else he has to say on this subject. The people you work with, the people you care about, the people you love. My job as president is to protect all Americans. So Your job as president is to follow the Constitution. And you sure as hell weren't about protecting uh, Americans a few weeks ago in Afghanistan when you got the dang... 13 service members killed because your dumbass wanted to trust that the Taliban was going to do the right things. <laughs> the Taliban, uh, Afghanistan is a fuck, fucking hole, okay? Number one, when the Twin Towers, when all this shit happened 20 years ago, when uh, W was in office and this happened, I'm not going to talk about any kind of conspiracy theories about whatever. The facts that, as we know them, is that Al-Qaeda did whatever, had these people, they hijacked planes, they ran them into the building, they ran them into the um, Pentagon, whatever. I'm not going to get into conspiracy theories about that. If Chris was here, that's, that's more where he falls into this line. So I'm not going to disrespect the people that died by spouting conspiracy theories. We can we can talk about that's a show for another day, and I think it will be a show. I think we will have to do a conspiracy theory show about a bunch of different things, not just nine eleven. But nonetheless, when that happened, Al Qaeda hid in Afghanistan, where the Taliban at the time was was ruling the area. So what we did as a country is we went in there and we took care of business fast forward 20 years later in the meantime i think it was uh 2012 when when dipshit mcgee was vice president and obama was running the show you know I, we talked about this before we let old bird dog out you know we traded uh for uh al-qaeda or for taliban leaders for a traitor and now those guys are part of the government over in afghanistan so don't sit here and tell me that you give a shit about Americans and protecting Americans when you didn't do your job two weeks ago, okay? You have not, in the eight months you've been running the show, you haven't done anything close to resembling what a president is doing. You're, you're favoring the people that are telling you what to do. So tonight, I'm announcing that the Department of Labor is developing an emergency rule to require all employers with 100 or more employees that together employ over 80 million workers to ensure their workforces are fully vaccinated or show a negative test at least once a week. Some of the biggest companies are already requiring this. United Airlines, Disney, Tyson's Food, and even Fox News. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? 
What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. So, you know, that is basically a threat, right? So he's, he's saying, I'm getting the Depart- Department of Labor to do whatever, to require uh, fully vaccination or one, you know, a test every week. So, in my opinion, this is a scare tactic to try and get companies to, to do this. Here's the thing. The job market is so... I, I shouldn't say the job market sucks. The job market is crazy because everybody is hiring. And not even because they kind of need people, because they really need people. Most of these companies, and I'm not even talking about mom and pop stores. I'm talking about companies. I'm talking about your retailers. I'm talking about, uh, you know, whether that's Walmart, Publix, Target, you know, your local, your your regional grocery stores, whatever. Um, they... They already need people, right? So now let's say if uh, if your average workplace it has a 20% shortage of, of people. Let's say you're supposed to have uh, 400. Your, your, your business is supposed to have 400 people working there, okay? And you have um, 320, okay? So you're already 20% short of what you should be at. Now, this is September. We're, we're going into the holidays, Okay, so if you're already 20% short of where you should be right now, if you, you can probably assume that if you force people to get vaccinated, because like I said, at this point, if you're going to get vaccinated, you've already gotten vaccinated. Um, So now if you're going to force people to do this, and they're like, well, screw it, I'll just quit, and I'll go work somewhere else that isn't going to force me to do it. Well, let's say you lose 30 more percent. So if you're at 320, I'm just giving you an average number. So let's say 320, now you lost 30 percent. So now you're down to like two, you lost like 90 more people. So now you're down to like 230. So you're almost half of what you should be at, um, staffed at, going into the holidays. Do you think these companies, if they're already shorthanded, are willing to take that chance of losing, you know, losing uh, workers? I, I really don't think so. So he can say all this stuff he wants and then furthermore threaten the, I think there's 14 governors right now that are, I don't know if they filed it or are filing a lawsuit to stop this. Okay, number one, it hasn't started. He hasn't actually done, this is words. I'm asking the Department of Labor to do this. Okay. So... Once the Department of Labor does this, if they do it, because surely they're going to have to dot the I's and cross the T's. You had the uh, freaking chief of staff, after I think it was Friday after he made this announcement, uh, tweet out that this is an end around. So you got your own chief of staff saying that this is an end around. Well, what's an end around? End around of what? End around of what the, is the Constitution? Because they know legally they can't do this. So they're trying to play games with the Constitution 
to force people to get vaccinated. And my question is and always has been, why? Why why are we hanging our hats on this? They've just come out with another variant, the Mu or whatever, and they're saying that the vaccine isn't even effective against this. So what I, I don't know. This is probably not even going to get posted on YouTube just for the fact that I'm talking all this shit about the vaccine because God forbid. But um, it's just my opinion. Take it for what it's worth. Like I said, um, I don't know. It's very frustrating that you have a this guy. He's he's supposed to be our protector and leader, and he shows nothing but weakness. So he's he's like a bully in the schoolyard. Okay, he's 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 the bully of your school, pushing pushing everybody around. So he's the bully, and we're the little kids on the playground. Okay, and he's pushing us around. He's pushing us around. He's like, "You're gonna do this, and you're gonna do that. Give me your lunch money." But then, as soon as a bigger bully comes down the block, i.e., the Taliban, he's like, "Oh, oh shit! Here, here's my lunch money." Okay, so we've already seen him show weakness as a leader on the world stage, right? So, in the meantime, with all this crap that's happening in Afghanistan, you got China placing warships in uh, international waterways where they're not supposed to be without permission. You know, <laughs> you just can't do, I, I don't know. I, I think we're in big trouble, personally. I think this guy's going to get us into war because... What's China doing? Why are, they, why are they positioning boats? I don't think they're going to invade us. I'm not saying that that's the case. But, um, but if they go in and take over Taiwan, and I told you that a couple of weeks ago, the importance of what Taiwan means to America and a lot of, lot of the world in the sense of the stuff that we get from Taiwan. If China takes over Taiwan, games, I mean, look at the trouble we're having now with cars. People trying to buy, you go to your local car lot, unless you live in a big city, uh, forget about it. There's not, there's hardly any new cars available because of these chips that are made over in Taiwan because they're having trouble getting the stuff over here. And they can blame COVID, they can blame whatever they want. Bottom line is China's holding that. They're blocking those waterways, that stuff coming over. Okay? Trying to order something from China or just from overseas that in that area. It's very difficult to get over here. Um, let China take over Taiwan. You don't think they're not positioning themselves to do that because they just want to see. They know we're not going to blink. Shit, look at what happened just a couple of weeks ago. They know. When Obama was in office and Russia did the same thing, they, they basically drew a line in the sand, took Crimea. What did we do? We didn't do shit about it. So it's like we want to pretend like we care about whoever when we really don't give a shit about anybody, including our own people. Now, that's my opinion. Uh, I don't feel that Biden that this whole vaccine thing is going to work out for him. I think, in my opinion, they're, they're going about it all wrong. It's when you force people to do something that they're unsure about, and you've not given them any kind of 
information. There's no, they, what did I tell you? They just tell you to go get the vaccine. They don't tell you to do anything else but go get the vaccine. You see commercials on TV and you got the celebrities. Go get the vaccine. Go get It's safe. It's FDA approved. Okay, you know what? Fentanyl's FDA approved. Okay? <laughs> There's a lot of drugs that are FDA approved that are just as deadly for you. So that doesn't mean shit. Like I told you before, this is a money game. Okay? Granted, you don't have to pay for the vaccine. So you might think, okay, well, it's a money game, but I'm not paying anything. So you don't think Moderna and Pfizer and whoever else is not making money off of this. You're crazy. So I really didn't want to get this into a whole COVID thing because I know you guys have got to be burnt out on COVID. But I also believe that a lot of you got to be concerned about um, this mandate. And... um the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, we all have to work for a living. And, uh, like I said, if you, if you wanted to do it, you'd have already done it. And I can't imagine that it's like being a kid, essentially. When your parents force you to do something, you hate it. Granted, you do it anyway because your, your parents are telling you to do it. This is different. This is, they're forcing you to do it and they're not giving you an explanation other than under the guides of, whatever. Everybody's different. I've had COVID. My wife's had COVID. We were fine. My wife, like I said, I was perfectly fine. Other than loss of taste and smell. And I've gotten that back. I'm good. Okay. My wife, same thing. She was probably a little more sick than I was. But when I say she was a little more sick, it was more under the guides of being um, like a cold um, for a few days. After that, she was fine. Since then, now we haven't even, it hasn't even been a month since we've had COVID. Since then, and now, smell, taste, fine. No cold, no issues, no symptoms, no whatever. And uh, they, um, but, you know, you've seen other people, obviously, and they, oh, healthy person here, died healthy child here died and then you see pictures of them and they're 300 pounds or 250 pounds they might have been healthy per se like no heart problems or lung problems or whatever but if you're 100 pounds overweight you're not healthy okay point of the matter anyway i'm gonna get off of that so uh let's talk about uh what else what else is going on out there <laughs> so so you know we had 9-11 over the weekend and i was uh I was thinking about this. I was watching a lot of different stuff about 9-11, you know, and you see a lot of posts about as bad as 9-11 was, um, how great was 9-12, like the day after or the days after, the the coming together of America, the the patriotism of America, the everyone had flags hanging, everyone cared about everyone. Why And you hear people say, why can't we get back to that? Okay, well, I'll tell you why. Because most people don't give a shit. I'm going to be point blank honest with you. Like I told you in the show on Saturday, and I reference back to D-Day, when uh, Japan bombed Pearl Harbor. We, people my age, people that didn't have to live through that, we read about it in the history books. We knew 
okay, December 7th, this is what happened. Japan, blah, 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 got us into World War II, you know, so on and so forth. We bombed them. End of story, right? Okay. Ask kids now. If you have a child that's in school that's of age where they should be learning American history, I don't know exactly what grade it is. I want to say it's like 10th grade. Or if they've had it last year, whatever. Guarantee you it was a blip in the, in the, in the book Maybe. And it, and they're being taught by teachers that lived through it. They might have not lived through it as far as being in New York or whatever. But I didn't live in New York or whatever, and I lived through it. You know what I'm saying? So even if you, even if it is a blip in the, in the history books, teach it. And pa- us as parents, if the kids aren't learning that, when, I, when my kids were little, when my kids were in high school and whatever, I would ask them, you know, did you guys learn about this? Did you guys learn about that? And they're like, what are you talking about? No. Okay, well, let me tell you. Or what do you, what are you learning? Oh, we're learning about whatever. Oh, did they tell you about this, that, or the other thing? Well, no, they didn't cover that. Okay, well, let me tell you. Talk to your kids. Engage with your kids. Find out what they are learning, or better yet, what they're not learning. And like I said before in one of the shows, one of the best things that happened with COVID coming about and kids having to be homeschooled and whatnot was parents were forced to pay attention because they were home, whether it was the mom and or dad, you know, and, and one of those or both of those people were working from home and they could hear little Johnny and Susie, you know, doing their e-learning. They're like, what the hell did that teacher just say? I mean, I, there was plenty of situations where you heard about this. And then when school started back this year and kids were in school, they were losing their shit over, um, over CRT and stuff like that. And it's more than just CRT. It's what are they learning? What aren't they learning? Um, I told you about, um, I think it was Bongino, I was saying, played some clips, and it, and it was uh, Campus Reform was who, who it was that did the, where they went around to different college campuses and interviewing kids. Like I said, these kids probably range from 18 to 22. I don't know. They didn't, you know, get their ages. But nonetheless... They didn't really live through it, so they had their opinions of what we should or shouldn't do. Okay, whatever. If they were teaching patriotism and true history in schools, maybe these kids would feel some kind of way. But when you have a president that's weak and doesn't give a shit, and he wants to mandate this and he wants to force that, but he says he wants to protect the Constitution and... To the best of his abilities, I tell him to do this. Suck my presidential cock, bitch! Because I'm telling you right now, dude, this guy is... If he makes it four years, I'll be astonished. If he makes it one year, I'll be astonished. I mean, me and Chris, when he was first uh, inaugurated, me and Chris had said, by July, he'll be, he'll be out. Okay, obviously we were wrong because here it is September. Um, I'll be surprised if he's here... A year from now. Maybe it will be July of next year. Maybe we're just a year off. I don't know. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how this goes forward with this um, with this vaccine and the, the uh, labor department trying to do whatever. Uh, fortunately, I live in a state where our governor actually gives a shit about um, his, you know, his people and um 
hopefully you guys do also live in a state. Um, I know there was 14 states, like I said, that was doing a, um, a lawsuit. Uh, I, I don't know all the states. I think it was Florida, Georgia, Texas. I know for sure it was those and uh, South Dakota. I don't know all the other ones. But um, hopefully you are uh, fortunate enough to live in uh, one of those states um, that's got your back. And they're not just going to bow down to the whole, uh, um, you know, you got to, this is how it's got to be, period. Because much like I said, we we should be able to, um, we should be able to make our own decisions. You know, we don't force people to get a flu shot. We don't force people to do, take vitamin. We don't force people to lose weight. We don't force people to not smoke. You know, I talked about this in the last show. Smoking is still legal, and people die from secondhand smoke all the damn time. Okay, so why don't we make smoking illegal? Nope, you can't smoke anymore. I remember a few years ago, and I don't know if it was Cuomo or de Blasio or who, or no, actually it was Bloomberg. That's right, in New York. When he was the mayor, he outlawed sodas that were over a certain size. I don't remember the ounces or what the size was, but anything over a certain amount of ounces, he outlawed in the city. And people lost their shit. And you're talking about a freaking soda. <laughs> you know, and, and his guides under his, he was like, well, trying to uh, keep the, sh- the sugar content down and, you know, blah, 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 whatever his reasons were. And people lost their shit. And, and, and granted, yeah, it was just soda. I mean, come on, it's just soda, you know. But I guess if nothing else, to his credit, at least he was trying to keep people healthy. And, you know, whether it was kids or adults or whatever, off of like from a diabetes standpoint or a weight factor or whatever the case may be. I'm not saying it was right. But if you're going to mandate this vaccine to keep everyone safe, then we need to make cigarettes illegal we need to go back to prohibition we need to (laughs) i mean there's so many other things out there that are just as deadly that kill people every day but they're perfectly fine and like i said before it's not about keeping anybody safe it's about paying it's about people getting paid it's about the politicians getting paid it's about the companies getting paid it's about the lobbyists getting paid and that's that nothing more nothing less and um I, I know I'm kind of bouncing around. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just get really an- animated when it comes to this stuff. And I was I was talking about how the co- country will never get back to September 12th of 01. And the reason being is because we're not teaching our kids and the patriotism. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Excuse me. I just, I get so many thoughts going in my head. I get a little fucking crazy. That's where Chris used to keep me kind of centered and, and, and focused. But, uh, I get a little uh, rambunctious. <laughs> At any rate, uh, point being is um, we've got to really focus on what's going on and God help us all because um, this this isn't looking good. You know, when, when Trump was in office, people people on the left were like, oh, we got to get this dictator out of office. We got dictator Trump, you know, even prior to him being elected when him and uh, Hillary were doing their, uh, you know, their debates and whatnot, 
you know, it was always like, do you want a guy like this in control of, you know, nuclear weapons and da-da-da? You know, he's so unhinged and whatever. Okay, with the exception of him kind of tweeting off the handle, really, I mean, he did a lot of good things, you know. And the reason I liked him was because he spoke his mind. Granted, he wasn't very presidential, but he he wasn't a pussy either, okay? But in the meantime, we have to get the uh, tyrannical Trump out of office. Well, all you did was actually put a tyrant in office. If you don't think what Biden's doing right now is not tyrannical, then you need to look up the word. Because by him mandating this and mandating that and, you know executive ordering this and spending money here and there. I mean, Jesus Christ, he spent more money in the first eight months of being president than the, <laughs> we can't afford this. I'm telling you right now, hyperinflation, folks, I'm going to do, I think, I think this week, whether it be Wednesday or Friday, it depends because I got a lot of people coming and going from the house. So maybe Friday, I'm going to, I'm going to do a show on hyperinflation and I did a show, if you recall, or me and Chris had done a show, Jesus, I don't know, two or three months ago, and it was the NWO, Rothschilds, and uh, I don't remember what it was titled, but nonetheless, it was a part one. I never did do part two, so I think we'll, we'll throw part two up on Friday, so stay tuned for that. Wednesday, probably just be a little bullshit show about whatever's been going on the last couple of days. So, at any rate... Um, that's really all I got today. I'm going to go ahead and call it and put a lid on the day, as, uh, as old Biden would say. Um, just, uh, just guys, really pay attention to what's going on. Don't get scared into doing something that you don't want to do. If you don't feel like you need to do it, then don't do it. Don't get scared into doing we, – we, we as Americans should never be scared to do anything that we don't want to do. We should not be forced into doing anything that you don't want to do. Call your congressman, call your senators, call your governor, okay? One other thing before I get out of here. For the guys, for the folks that are listening to me in California, and I know you're out there because I can see the downloads, please, tomorrow, tomorrow is voting day. Tomorrow, you guys have to vote for the recall and get, if, if you don't want to live under a tyrannical governor, you know, with uh, Newsom over there. It's up to you guys. You guys doing this doesn't do a favor for me. It, it, Newsom being in or out of office doesn't really affect me personally as much as it does you guys. So please, I pray that the, those of you listening that live in California that are listening I pray that you obviously know what's going on, but please tell your neighbors, tell your friends, get out there and get this done for y'all's sake, okay? Don't, it'd be so nice for you guys to be able to live in a state like Florida. So many people that live in there, in that state, that you hear that their businesses are having to shut down their businesses, they're having to move to Texas or Florida, you know, and, and that's fine. We'll take good people, but... um that's a lot. I mean, hell, that's a long move from California to Florida, you know, or for, you know, even to Texas for that matter, you know. Anyway, get out there and vote. And, guys, remember who's standing beside you right now, okay? Because in a year and less, a well, little, little more than a year from now, 
you're, you should be voting in your town, in your uh, states for congressmen, maybe senators, maybe governors. See who's got your back now. Okay, pay attention. Remember what's going on right now. So come November of next year, you can get those fuckers out of office. We can get some actual people that want to do some good. And I'm not necessarily just saying we got to vote all Republican. Okay, look at who you're voting for, what they stand for. If it's an old guard, if it's if he or she's been, you know, senator or uh, congressperson or whatever for however long, if they haven't been there for you, get them the fuck out of there and get someone else in there. Get some new blood in there. Okay, it's time to forget about voting for the name and the familiar face. If they're not doing it for you, get them the hell out of there. Okay, we need to do this because even though in Florida or wherever you live, Georgia, California, wherever you're at, even though you might be voting for your state senator or, or congressperson, that does affect the rest of the country. So let's vote the right way. Let's do some research. Granted, we got a long time before then, and we'll have plenty of more shows before then. In the meantime, what we need to worry about right now is tomorrow, California, vote for the recall. Get Newsom out of there. I don't care. I mean, Larry Elder seems to be the front runner. He, from what I've seen of him and heard of him on his show and when I see him on TV, seems like a good guy. That hopefully, if if he ends up winning, he does good for y'all. I do find it interesting. I don't know if we talked about this, but uh, what was it last week where he was walking through the streets and the, the girl with the monkey mask on throws an egg at him? And it was a whole big hubbub about, you know, being a racist attack and whatever. And probably was. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. <laughs> I've heard a lot of different news. Or I shouldn't say a lot of different news outlets because I think the only place I've actually seen it on the news is on Fox. But different podcasts had talked about it saying if this had been a black Democratic whatever, whether it was a guy or girl running for whatever, and that was a white whatever throwing an egg at, at he or she, it would have been congressional hearings, you know, bounties, arrest, picture pasted all over the, you know, the the news and the paper and whatever. If that doesn't show your double, double standard in this country, nothing will. I can, I know I'm preaching to the choir when I do these things because obviously you wouldn't be listening to this show if you felt some sort of way and watched CNN. <laughs> so anyway, um so we'll go ahead and put a, put a lid on the day. And uh, I just want to let you guys know, don't forget about our sponsor, SpoonMyBalls.com backslash DTOM, Maker's Mark. And don't forget to check us out on social media. Give us a like and a follow, depending on where it is. So on Facebook.com uh, backslash Don't Tread on America, Instagram.com backslash Don't Tread on America, and Twitter.com backslash DTOM underscore 1775. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, don't Tread on America on YouTube. And uh, subscribe to the channel. And uh, as long as we're here, I don't know, this will be the third episode if it makes it up. <laughs> I don't know. I did a lot of COVID talk, so we'll have to see. But, you know, on that note, I'm going to give you a... Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Woo! All right, guys. 
Today is September 13, 2021. It is Monday. People in California, tomorrow's recall day. Let's get her done. And uh, I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. See y'all later.